0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Baka 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 podcast.
1: Baka, baka,
2: baka, baka. It's amazing how every time you open your mouth, you prove you're an idiot.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Baka Baka Baka. We're an anime podcast that you probably know that from clicking on us. But what we do is we watch an anime. Uh, separately we come together on the podcast and we discuss it in a very book clubby format we go through characters we go through the story we talk about theories and then we turn our discussion over to our listeners so that they can weigh in on their thoughts on their theories uh, correct us what we missed or or you know praise us for what we caught that happens like once a year Mm -hmm. that's nice so that's the format that we do for this podcast thank you for listening we are discussing Love after world domination. And to discuss it, I need the help of my co-host. First off, we have the black lion to my Voltron. Oh
3: Jeremy, there we how go. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I was wondering if you were gonna go with the colors. <laughs> You're like my raspberry gelato. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm I'm doing pretty good. I actually took the time to watch uh Demon Slayer Mugen Train What would you think? Over this last week I liked it It was really good I forgot how great the art is in that anime oh, Like yeah. every The way they use line weight Is just amazing And the saturation Really really good um, Yeah I liked it a lot the, the characters were cool It had a really good um, Meaningful impactful conclusion
2: uh, Those poor kids with the needles Their storyline is so Oh hard yeah.
3: yeah 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 I mean, it fits into any one of those situations where you have characters that are uh, roped into doing something because of mm-hmm. a tragedy, and, and they executed that really well. Um, I also really liked the way that they portrayed the, um, the sort of subconscious of all four of the characters that we got to see. That was really cool. I was, I was wondering how they were going to make it unique and interesting as each Freddy Krueger style. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And, and uh, especially for, for a lightning boy, like his was awesome. (laughs) I loved that. Cracked me up so bad because right. His powers really manifest when he's asleep. So that's his subconscious. So if you go into his subconscious, you're going to find that character. That's cool. Um, So yeah, I really enjoyed it. Very cool. We also have the
0: Ivan Ooze to my Power Ranger movie. Hey, it's Jason. How you doing?
2: Is that the Ranger? I can't say what color. No, never. Mind. <laughs> I don't.
0: I don't. The know white Ranger. Actually. Was we trying to go for the Key and peel joke? Yes. Black but, hey, Falcon. Anyway. I'm Green Falcon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, allow me to explain. I have. <laughs> I've I've yep. been uh itching for that uh Elden Ring playthrough and since I'm so far ahead I've been having to hold back uh due to technical issues. And so I loaded up uh, uh Dark Souls 3 for the fourth time. I get to a certain point, I rage quit, I uninstall the game, I'm so angry. And it usually takes me roughly 3ish days to get there of play play sessions. Uh this time I got to that point in about an hour and I passed it <laughs> and I'm actually a decent ways away like like into it and I'm it's so funny because there's so many mechanics that just are name replaced in Elden Ring um you know the, the things you upgrade your weapons with the souls or runes the bonfires or graces uh you don't no horse and the jump mechanic's not really a jump mechanic it's more of a gimme gimmick mechanic to get from little secrets but uh stories engaging i've been having to look up lore videos to find out who i am and why i'm there um and yeah the visual storytelling is just so impressive like i always hear that right like all the souls games and you know bloodborne they've got this visual storytelling where the characters only give you so many pieces of the lore Man, Dark Souls does a good job at just kind of presenting the world in a way that tells the story without having the reader or or hero light a dialogue. But yeah, that's uh,
3: and Deep Rock Galactic. I'm playing that, a lot of that too. <laughs> Did you get any deja vu there, Troy?
0: Yeah, I was about to say, Jeremy, do you want to tell him?
3: Yeah, <laughs> I I I really thought I'd heard that already. <laughs> Yeah, word, uh, word I, for I, word, what you said on Spy yes, Family* yes. episode. Word yes. for yeah, word. exactly. Word for <laughs> word for like the first half of that. <laughs> I was doubting myself. I was like, "No, it's me. I'm I'm misremembering. I must be misremembering." No, no,
2: no I no, I, no I, I I relayed that story on *Simpings* podcast.
3: No, I think you did it on ours. No, it was ours. Yeah, no,
2: extent. I did it. I did on *Simpings*. You may have I'm done it girl. there too.
0: <laughs> it might be number three. <laughs> we pull it up. We can play it into the microphone. Let the audience hear. There we go. Doesn't matter. You're still playing it, and that's what matters. And, yeah, and yeah, you added some more flourish to it, so it's fine. Yeah. yeah sure. Fair enough. Yeah. My name is Troy. Um, I've I finish... been much. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Here to help. <laughs> I finished Stranger Things season four. It was fantastic. Okay. It was really good. Yep. Um, I started Comey can't communicate just to have something animated to watch. In the meantime, pretty funny. Comey's facial expressions make that whole show, but it, it has been funny, especially, you know, she's the the cutest girl in class, but every time she's in the background, it's just two giant eyes on a face. <laughs> Nothing else. Just two gi- so big too. And, and it makes me laugh every time. Um, but I've also started watching the documentary series uh, Light and Magic, and it's the story of the birth of Industrial Lights and Magic, George Lucas's special effects company. Cool. Mm. And the first two episodes are literally about making the first Star Wars. And it's so cool that because George Lucas is like, I want um, Rod Rogers. What was that old series? Space Rogers, Buck Space. Rogers. Buck Rogers. Yeah. He wanted Buck Rogers and he wanted 2001 a space odyssey special effects but he wanted them fast cuz he likes cars and he likes dog fights and he's like so I want all that and every every special effects studio in the world's like that's not a thing that we can do so he's like okay I'm going to hire this guy who's only done a few commercials before and when I tell him what I want he doesn't know <laughs> to say that that's not doable and like this guy went to these guys in Berkeley who invented a camera that you could program to do motion. Um, and he's like, yeah, I need that camera. And that's how we're going to do speed. And so they in- really invented shooting special effects speed shots on models. Um, and it's, it's crazy to watch them, you know, literally busting open tank kits and sealing up one or two parts and gluing it on to the Millennium Falcon, the original model. Um, it's the birth, birth of Star Wars from just a bunch of, hairy bearded guys who were making films in their basements and cause none of them, you know, were really big in the industry, but they all knew each other cause they were a hobbyist. And so, the, yeah, this one guy who did the commercials kept bringing in all these hobbyists he knew and they knew someone and that formed ILM and they made star Wars and, and Fox, you know, every movie company is like a space movie for kids. That's not that, like, <laughs> Disney might do that. I don't, we wouldn't do that.
3: <laughs> and then oh, Fox I did it. it nod to the future right <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: right there, there's actually a couple <laughs> yeah
0: um it's just really cool to see like and how much they struggled to make star wars and stuff that is now industry standard and they've advanced way beyond it but they were like inventing the wheel at the time
3: it's, it's, it is cool and now greeblies are everywhere you know <laughs> the things you put on models did you You guys know that story, right? Where he walked in, he's like, the Y-Wing doesn't look good, it's too sleek. And so he, like, pulled out stuff from his pockets and started shoving them on the Y-Wing and called them Greeblies. They didn't say that story,
0: no. But they, like, took kit parts and, yeah. Yeah,
3: that's that's where Greeblies
0: come from. Mm -hmm. They did talk about how, like, the X-Wings and the Y-Wings were really sleek before. And he's like, no, I want them to look like they souped up their cars and their garages. That's what I want the Rebel ships to look like. And the Imperials look like they just came out of a box. Yeah. and then, yeah. But of course, they had no, they got to make up the rules. They weren't like, we had, this has to look like Star Wars. They were making the look of Star Wars. Anyway, right. I'm, right. I'm geeky now. Um, it's been yep. really fun for <laughs> to watch. The <clears throat> documentary goes all the way up to Jurassic Park, which is when CGI takes over, right? Um, so that'll be fun. I'm enjoying
2: it. Uh, you guys are 100% correct about my story uh, because I mixed them up. <laughs> um, I went and saw the Minions movie.
0: <laughs> no, you don't oh, get, cool. get a second try
2: oh I just did it what are you going to do about it oh wait you
0: had edited it, it
1: out
0: <laughs> alright let's go on to talk about the anime Love After World Domination this is a comedy romance that Jason picked you heard that correctly um, Jason what do you think of Love After World Domination without any spoilers non-spoilers right
2: um, I am so conflicted, uh, you know, I, I think, I don't remember exactly which one it was at first sparked my interest, if this could even be done, but like the whole bad guy, good guy teams, they've got somebody on each team that they end up finding each other on the battlefield and they fall in love. Um, uh, what would you call it, the Romeo and Juliet, uh, interest? And so it, it's been done poorly in my opinion quite a few times and so when I saw this on the list of anime I was like you know what I want to see if they these guys can do it um when I it, it's funny cuz this uh, this anime has me like churning in my head like justifications for why I like it so much cuz I do uh and like on paper it it's just not something I would want to go investigate and go enjoy but after watching it i found myself fully enjoying the experience um lot, lots of good laughs uh my wife even though i was like i don't like rom-coms but this was something that was engaging and jeremy like was like oh i don't know if you're gonna want to binge <laughs> yeah. this one and i couldn't stop watching them like i had planned wow. out like i'm gonna watch this many episodes you know on this day on these days and i ended up just like one day blah, I'll watch it all uh, So yeah, uh, I can't wait to dig into it more, but I I really enjoyed myself.
0: Hey, Jeremy, what'd you think?
3: I'm kind of in the same boat. Uh, When I first watched episode one, I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> this is gonna be so bad." Yeah, I was even like, I I wrote up on the chat, Jason, don't don't watch all of these at once. I don't think you're gonna enjoy that. Like, just split them up. This this because. I know when when you first picked it, Jason, I remember that you were thinking, you know, this is going to be a, a second take at it. Maybe it's maybe they're more adult. You would have more of an adult relationship. I know that you were trying to go for love is hard for an otaku. Mm-hmm. Right. And and so when episode one went through and it made it very clear that this is not <laughs> this is not like college age characters that are having an adult relationship. This is very much the teen romance Uh, the innocence, the first time experience in everything. And, um, and so, yeah, so I, I was like, Oh no, this is, this is going to be rough. Um, but by episode two and three, I really started enjoying it. The parody is on point. It's very good at spoofing. If, if you have any history at all of like watching any of the Power Ranger stuff, which, I kind of do I was on the edges of it like my parents hated it (laughs) so it wasn't something I was allowed to watch but I got in a few episodes here and there and uh, and so you know I recognized a lot of the things they were calling out and I'm sure that there's the formula that they're pointing at is probably uh, more on like the Super Sentai and and other ones that I'm not familiar with but but I definitely saw the I saw what they were playing on for Power Rangers and so with that context it's it's very funny. They land their jokes well. It's really cute. It's very heartwarming. Um, it's it's good. I liked it. Red Ranger and Rita getting together, basically. Exactly. That's what <laughs> I put. That's that's what I put in the description of uh, on our website. <laughs> Is this just Red and, and Rita? <laughs> uh,
0: I also enjoyed it. Um, I, I found this would be the perfect anime for a palate cleanser. Um, we weren't really in a place where, like, we had watched like really heavy, dark stuff, and we needed a palate cleanser. But this was still—it's very light, it's very refreshing. I'm I'm describing it like a snack because it takes itself like a snack <laughs> very often.
1: Gelato—it's like
0: a—it's like a refreshing gelato, uh, <laughs> maybe with some pistachio in it. No. Peace. Um, yeah, it, like it's not deep. It's not trying to be the best anime ever. It's not trying to, you know, break animation budgets. It's just fun. It's like the word that kept coming to me. It's earnest. Like, yeah, it, it's it's a little sickly sweet watching these couple fall in love sometimes. Very much like watching like you have a best friend. They start a new relationship and you're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yep. We get it. She's great. We get it. <laughs> um yeah, I mean we we've all been there, right? Yep. <laughs> but it also kind of harkens back to you, you when you were in that stage like, "Oh yeah, like kind of guy, she is the best." Um, so it's a little sickly sweet, but the characters are very earnest about their feelings. Um it didn't go too heavy into me- melodrama. Um, it just really enjoyed exploring two people who honestly liked, loved each other, falling in love and starting that dating process for the very first time. Um which is refreshing. Usually we see the build-up to the dating, and we don't get a whole lot of exploration of the dating phase, so that was that was kind of cool to see. Uh, still a little little overly naive and sweet for my taste, but it didn't ruin this anime at all.
2: Mm.
0: Alright, what did you guys think of the OP in the closing?
2: OP I wasn't a huge fan of, but it was okay. Um, the ED I don't know, something about the animation style difference and the song uh, I just liked better than the OP, but um, they were both fine.
3: Yeah, I, I thought this was a, a special anime that was like trying to do something really interesting by not having an OP and ED, because where I happened to watch it, I never saw <laughs> one. So I have no idea. I'm sure they were great. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Doing that, you know... Uh...
0: They, they were fine. They were both fine. They were both serviceable. I didn't really like... The OP really focuses on the battle between Gelato 5 and Gecko, the good guys and the bad guys, and not a whole lot on the whole romance stuff. And Almost felt a little misleading in the visuals. And telegraphed a lot of the finale. Like, a lot of the finale, the final mm. episode, was in it. And that kind of bugged me, too the do fine, and, uh, you know they do in in the final episode. They play the op song, and and I like that. So, so Jeremy, you did hear the song one time.
3: Yeah, and I was wondering what the heck that was. So <laughs> that makes sense now, because <laughs> yeah, it didn't quite fit
0: the scene either. It wasn't no. like high, momentum. it was it was almost too bubbly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I was like, where did this come from? <laughs> All right, uh, before we go to our spoiler section. Uh, just so those of you who do not want to hear spoilers, our next anime is Tomodachi Game. This is a psychological thriller, tactical anime. Um, I was getting Danganronpa, but with a more serious tone than the silly tone, and where like people are dying and having to play a game. But that's really all I know about it, Jeremy, is this your pick. Is there anything else
3: I'm missing that you want to add? Nope. Um, I just thought that after all these really nice, sweet anime, we could go for something dark. I was
0: <laughs> I was honestly like, oh, that's a great pick. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. It was Would you back. like to play a game? <laughs>
1: exactly.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: Summertime Rendering. Still waiting for it, though. Mm. It's my new anime obsession. It was just... Disney Plus bought it! Yay! Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Hooray well i'll still be able to watch it yeah yeah uh, uh, you can watch it now i can't <laughs> yeah. i have to wait uh all right well, well yeah we'll wait till everyone can watch it before we do it on the, the, podcast. the podcast all right spoiler section so if you don't want to know how two people falling in love turns out this is the part where you <laughs> abandon the show. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's so, just say there's not a lot of surprises in this anime. Yeah, but... it's not it's not twisty or or deep. But uh, yeah, we are going to be revealing spoilers at this point. All right, so this world, if if you've seen a Power Rangers, you very much kind of understand what's going on. We have a good guy team who are based on gelatos and flavors <laughs> of gelatos. There's cherry. Soda lemon so there's soda it's strawberry, strawberry. Stra- oh yes you're right it's strawberry pistachio very important lemon and- lemon I said peach. lemon peach peach is pink that's what Oh I okay peach mm. uh so yeah so just so if you're like oh this is a serious anime maybe you somehow got into this and thought serious like they're announcing like i'm the flavor of christmas yeah all right i <laughs> really? guess yeah all right soda <laughs> the flavor of justice that's the thing uh-huh. and they fight against gecko which is an evil organization which is very they have they have faceless minions who by the way are like regular humans who live in a dorm and stuff but as soon as the mask goes on they're like
3: Um. and they have
0: they have Generals and princesses, and the generals are like m- monster men who are people fused with an animal, and then underneath them are princesses, which are really powerful females that help
3: are like their co-captains. And they're called and then, the Princess Series. Because, <laughs> 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 oh, it's like he's got the, his anime uh, figures there.
0: Uh, one, I'll, I'm gonna bring up my first nitpick. This is, and and most of my issues are all nitpicks. This is a nitpick but I have a nitpick with Gecko and just that like they have a dorm in town. Yeah. That that's like clearly their dorm. Everyone knows it's their dorm. Everyone knows where their base is and they're just allowed to operate. And I get, it's a silly lighthearted anime, so it doesn't really matter. But I wanted there to be something like, Oh yeah, we actually Gecko serves this part of the economy because they blow up like buildings so often. Like that creates a lot of jobs or or some reason. (laughs) why Gecko wasn't as evil as they pretended to be like, it, like they are the, the villains of the Harlem globe charters, right? <laughs> like, like no, the, they're not actually bad people, but we have to have someone for the good guys to fight and they serve a function. Um, because like their whole thing is like, we want world domination. We want to terrorize everyone. And one, one of their princesses is a main character of this, that we're both alike. And who is a good person mm-hmm. completely. Like completely a good person, but she's and, and she has reason to be there. But she also likes them and and supports the cause.
2: Well, her dad was a minion for years, apparently. Yeah,
0: right. But again, and, I I, know. I guess he's got a
2: retirement package.
0: Yeah. Like... <laughs> I I just needed something that said why 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 does the city allow Gecko to just and it, like you point out. Her dad's a member of Gecko, which means this battle's been happening for decades. This isn't like a new set of bad guys. This is a long-term career for people. So this isn't the first Gelato 5. Like, there's been a Gelato 5 for a long time, just clearly battling this evil and letting them have a base over there. And and I just wanted something to acknowledge that because it... It it bugged me for the character, not for the world.
2: I agree with you, and that's one of my biggest complaints with the anime is it does really poor job of world building. Um the there's just a lot of contrivances. Um and as long as you go into it hand waving and just be like that this is because like where where's the police? Where's the firefighters? Where's mm-hmm. uh the military at this point. Yeah. <laughs> because we're talking about bears with super weapons on their backs. Yeah. yeah. Um like this I don't see a society just taking this laying down because they happen to have five teenagers with with superpowers. That doesn't, um, you know. So there's a lot of, but you know, also the amount of damage that Gecko does is just, you know, nobody gets hurt.
0: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, like for the world, I think
3: it it works for the Power Ranger world. So, so this was actually. well, I just want to hit that really quick. Um, because normally I would be right there with you guys complaining about how, you know, this doesn't make any sense and it doesn't work with the story and the world isn't believable. But there's something about the fact that this anime has no pretense of being believable. Like everything that Fair. it does is absolute shtick, parody, joke. I mean, it puts the girls in high school with With the Power Rangers. Like, they're all going to the same high school. And, like, it is so contrived from the very beginning. And so whenever there would be situations like this, I just kind of took it as this is a comedy skit. The world, there's no way this world is real. This is entirely just part of the joke and part of the ridiculousness is how funny would it be if Gecko was just, like, an organization in town and they've got a headquarters there and, like, yeah, so it didn't bother me um at all, which in any other anime that would have driven me insane. Yeah, so. and again, my, my, my issue isn't with the world itself, because it is a very silly mm. world. My
0: issue is with Desemy, the character. Mm. Fubu, let's talk about let's talk let's talk about Fudo and Desmi. We'll start with Fudo. because um, <laughs> the anime okay. starts there's a big battle happening, but we're watching <laughs> Uh, Basically, what looks like Red Ranger, but he's Red Gelato and yeah. uh, the Reaper Princess, who's Desimee, uh sharing cookies together on a lovely, lovely afternoon. Uh, so Fudo, he's Red Gelato. What do you guys think of him? Our, our first main character.
2: I did love the role he played for a couple of reasons. One, I like that they t- took a nod to the idea that if you've got this super powerful ranger, he's probably a meathead. And they took that to the extreme like he doesn't know anything unless it's a relation to like anatomy and building muscle. Insect <laughs> power, the power of insects. Right, right. You know, which, I
3: want that book. <laughs>
2: I want um, But I I think he fills a really great role because you, there's actually a little less contrivancy in his relationship because he's such a meathead and because he's kind of dumb. Um, and that actually makes the relationship a little more palatable when he makes some of the really dumb decisions that he does, because he's a hundred percent like not just inexperienced, but because he's focused so much on bodybuilding, he hasn't even bothered to look outside his sphere. To see how these things might be done. I mean, there's scenes where he's he, he's just got out of surgery, and as soon as everyone leaves the room, he pulls a dumbbell out from underneath his <laughs> pillow. <laughs> then, oh. that, that was amazing. But yeah, um, I I love the role that he filled. Uh, I think the only thing I think that might have helped the storytelling was if he had some sort of arc. But I don't
3: I don't know if he learned anything. <laughs> he learned a few little like tidbits about how to have a proper date and (laughs) how to think about things from her perspective, but definitely no like major character building arcs. Yeah. Um, I loved him. I thought he was really entertaining. Uh, some of his perspectives on things were really funny. The fact that he was always getting advice and he would just took that advice from wherever he got it. Like he got some advice from yellow Ranger right away. Uh, I think in episode two or three, and it, it turns out later it was bad advice and it was almost joke advice because she calls him back and regrets it. Um, but he, you know, he's, he's very naive. And like you said, he's very, uh, he's, he's very focused on one thing that, that he cares about and everything else he just doesn't have much experience with. And, um, but he's the best fighter. I also really enjoyed the fact that when we get kind of a, a flashback to, um, I don't know if it's genuinely their first encounter or if it's just the encounter where he professes, you know, what is it where they confesses to her, not professes, but confesses. Um, and I, I cracked up because like, she does this kick where she turns around and kicks him with both, both legs. And it's like, he just has this butt shot of her in her risque outfit. And then he's like, I have to tell you something. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) I was just dying. Um, so yeah, he's a very, very manly man. It's, it's, it's funny. I, I
0: do not mean this as an insult. So <laughs> I, I hope you don't take it away, but in the very beginning, he's like, my research has shown that new couples hold hands <laughs> at this point in their relationship. I said, Is this about Jeremy falling in love? <laughs> <laughs> yes. These are the proper steps we must take. <laughs> uh, he's very analytical. Um, so he shares yep. that with you. Uh, but he, again, he's earnest. He truly yep. does love her. Uh, he's great. Also, so I watched English Dub, and he has some of the greatest line deliveries uh in, in the whole anime um he's very just distra- when she she gets mad at him for something and she like suplexes him and yeah. she and she realizes she's wrong she's like i'm sorry and he's like no it's fine great suplex by the way <laughs> like <laughs> like just completely deadpan very quickly spouts yeah. it sub. out oh yeah he That's interesting. in the dub there's, there's a couple times like the one where he's gonna they need someone to infiltrate the the base right, and he goes and he hadn't seen her in two weeks, and they just show him walking through the hallway. And he goes, "Yippee!" <laughs> he he had some great English dub line delivery so uh very much enjoyed Fudo. So cute. <laughs> so cute.
3: He definitely did that in the sub. Maybe yeah. I just missed it, but I don't I don't remember those things. I loved that great suplex line. <laughs> it's like-
0: it- he ha- yeah, he has them sprinkled through maybe like one every other episode where he just it's a usually he's very like emotional in his in his line readings, but he just had he would be very deadpan. He would just be like very quick. Great suplex, by the way. Like <laughs> like I just couldn't go without mentioning how good your suplex was, because I you know, I respect the four. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Uh now uh let's talk about the Reaper Princess Desemy. What do you guys think of her?
2: Uh I just absolutely loved her arc um she kind of goes from i need to do these things because i'm trying to make other people happy to maybe there's some happiness left for me and actually fudo has some really deep lines when it comes to the situation um and i i i found that uh almost out of place with the anime we yes. were watching. Uh but it was really heartwarming. In fact, one of my favorite scenes from Desime is I think episode four or something. She's upset because she sees that they're really she thinks that this relationship is making her weak. Mm-hmm. Um and I I I wasn't expecting that because I was I was expecting it to be very flowery and um not all well, thoughtful, and so watching her arc was actually really, really nice. I also liked that the anime kind of leaned into the fact that she's basically a superhero, and at, like the Gelato five are not all that powerful without their suits like they're they're strong uh, and probably you know top percentage as far as humans are concerned, but decime doesn't have human strength. <laughs> Yeah. Like, and, and apparently it's just something some people are born with because her sister shows signs of it as well. Um, and actually they make fantastic jokes later on uh with it, uh especially her when with the flashbacks of her power. Um but yeah, there I'm not sure there's anything I can nitpick with her because. They, they wrote a really compelling character for a rom call,
3: <laughs> yeah, um, I thought she was great, no complaints um i I got a kick out of her backstory um I guess the only thing that that I'm wondering where they're gonna go with it is at some point, is she ever gonna leave gecko? Right. Because even though Gecko is kind of harmless, they're not killing anybody. They are, they are the bad guys and she's got a lot connecting her to it. You know, her family, her friends, they're all in Gecko, her personal obligation. But since she's learning uh, through her arc to be more confident in herself and make decisions according to what she thinks is right and what she wants, will that ever be a question? In her mind, like, will she ever look at Gecko and evaluate it and say, oh, they're the bad guys. I don't want to be a bad guy, regardless of what my family's doing. Um, I don't think the anime will do it because you lose your central, you know, conceit and you lose the joke. But I think at at some point that will bug me if I was watching.
2: But even up until the end, at no point in this anime ever addressed what she does for a job and her disliking it or her dissatisfaction. In fact, going on she's the best princess in fulfilling their missions and she just doesn't find that be to be a problem.
0: Ever. Yeah. And no, right. she she even declares what well, I'm very happy with Gecko. She yeah. even she does say that. When um when Green Gelato is trying to recruit her. She says in her head, I'm happy with Gecko," hmm uh, But so, that's what
3: I mean. It's yeah. like she doesn't behave that way that she does in Gecko when she's at school. Right? Like, I know that well, in flashbacks, I mean, she, she had a bit of a... and eh, not really. Like, she'll, she's got two friends there that are just regular girls. And if she behaved like she does in Gecko um, when she's on her missions, I would assume oh, on the missions, hostile. Okay of them yeah uh, when I'll, she's
2: I'll, in the headquarters she seems to be the same girl that she's at school yeah
0: yeah I, i'll be honest, I, I i agree with you i just feel like there's a disconnect between the idea that she's supposed to be this villain and he she herself is like you want to see a villain i am evil but oh, those you're are not. just words you're saying when yeah everything you're doing is not um and there and that's kind of the same for gecko like we're doing world domination Let's go to the beach. Um <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It there's, there's a disconnect just between the to make the concept work. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I again that that's kind of what I was getting at. That's why I want Gecko to, them to be like yeah, Gecko actually serves a useful purpose in the economy or something. Yeah. Um, even though they're the government just puts up with it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it would they're be the better. they're the bad guys. It's good for the it's good for the population to root against them, but they are a necessary evil that um, someone has to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. Then that would be like oh, okay, there's a reason why she would go through with this and be a part of Gecko because she is serving a greater good by being part of the bad guys.
2: and i did love the contrivancy of we're trying to bore this monster but to do it we need negative energy so Mm -hmm. if we kill people they're not giving that negative energy so we just have to (laughs) scare them so it's like it's monsters inc Uh, yeah
0: yeah yeah or or terrorism which is yeah yeah
1: same thing. um
0: You guys have already mentioned her arc. I just wanted to say I I absolutely love her arc. I love the idea that we're watching this romantic comedy. um, But really, it's about this character learning to love herself. And thanks to someone loving her that she's able to love who she truly is. Uh, We watch her go from people think she's just the meanest, scariest, feast on bear meat uh, and drinks the blood of things uh, to I want to go shop for berets and it's not that it's about the berets. It's about, that's what she wants. And she's finally learning to care about herself. And it's because someone else has cared about her and is, 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 is opening that up for her. But my one nitpick was, I would like to see her not need Fudo anymore to have that, that self-confidence and, and self-love for herself. Um, that, that she can she's reached a point where she's not dependent on him to
3: be the person she wants to be. That would really ruin the central conceit of this show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And I, like, I don't know how you get there because I don't want them to break up and, and, yeah. and ruin the relationship. Um, but at some point you do need to show that her arc isn't entirely, she isn't codependent and entirely real relying on one person. Cause that's not really, an arc that's just someone changing you. Um, I, I want to show that she has grown to a point where she could do this on her own, but still has Fudo there. Um, but I, I, I enjoyed their relationship.
3: I wonder if it can be shown without something quite so drastic, right? right. Like, I wonder if it can be shown without her actually. Um, I know you said without them breaking up, but I wonder what that would look like.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know um yeah. that, that's that's a great question and maybe it's not possible to do within the the concept um but i i do think it's important for the character's growth that this there is, is
3: there is one up. way um public acknowledgement of their relationship yeah or fudo dies oh god
0: no I, wow. <laughs> that's the first time jeremy's ever said that about a character dying <laughs> yeah <exactly. laughs>
3: Well, you know, it's just the consistent overstay to be alive in baka 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 history. <laughs> yes. A death I I will not condone <laughs> in anime.
0: <laughs> no, no, you, yours is better. Yeah. All right. Um let's go on with plot then. Uh the, so we we see a little bit of this date so this happens throughout the whole anime whenever there's a battle between this team from gecko and Gelato five it's really a date for these two they sneak off to have a one-on-one battle because they're bitter rivals and they actually just go sit and, and enjoy themselves
3: it's so and- dumb but it's good dumb <laughs> it's good dumb it's so dumb uh, th- and this is the scene where
0: he's like, Hey, I've I've done research, we should we should hold hands. She's like, Whoa, that we're way too early for that. He's like, actually, I research shows. And hey, second or third date is oh, when the hand holding begins.
3: <laughs> um, See now, if this was me, I would be doing it. I would skew the research. Is what I'd be doing. <laughs> 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 the research says we should be doing it now. <laughs> Forget what the research really says.
0: <laughs> uh, they get caught by blue I think blue peeks his head over. To check on them to see hey are you doing okay up here and they instantly pretend to be fighting but you know with their hands locked and then he leaves and they're like we're holding
2: hands, uh,
1: hands.
3: um see,
0: wasn't that hard
3: what's he gonna do when she gets him in a leg lock <laughs> she sat on his face once. exactly <laughs> yeah in that outfit uh-huh
0: uh, we then we then go to a flashback of how this all started and reaper princess is pretty new to the gecko forces but it does sound like they've they've seen her a few times now mm-hmm. but they have a meeting like hey we you know this new enemy's been showing up with reaper princess she's very powerful and then they get called to another battle and reaper princess is there and then after the battle and regilato fights her himself and then after the battle he's He's doing an extra workout because he's got things on his mind. And (laughs) Dr. Gelato. Cold shower. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Dr. Gelato, who's in charge of the Gelato 5 and looks like Dr. Wiley. Yes. (laughs) 100% Wiley. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Is is like, hey, what's going on, Fudo? What's on your mind? He's like, oh, I have a crush on someone. He's like, oh, my gosh, you have a crush on someone. That's amazing. You need to tell her. You need to get those feelings out. Uh, and he's like, well, but there's some complications. He's like, don't worry about it. it; doesn't matter. You, you tell the person you care about, no matter what, you deal with it. And he leaves, and he's like, I'll bet it's a nurse. I like nurses too.
2: <laughs> he pumps him up so much, he doesn't allow Fudo to actually say, "Yeah, it's the bad guy."
0: Yeah, it's the bad yep. guy. So Fudo contacts the Reaper Princess and asks for a one-on-one meeting. She thinks, like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna settle this once and for all. And he's like, no, actually, um. I, I like you. And she's like, no, you can't like me. Uh, I, I devour bear meat. He's like, no, you like this snack and this snack. And she's like, how could you know these things? He's like, I follow you on social media. I comment <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I'm protein man. I'm protein <laughs> man. <laughs> uh, and, and she's like, this is insane. It'll never work. He's like, yeah, but, you know, give it a try. And she's kind of resigned. The, what we get is she's resigned herself to I'm a villain, no one's ever gonna love me, and so she decides okay I'm gonna I'm gonna go with this. Someone loves me and
3: agrees that they will start dating. Um, this was weird because I was thinking wh- what is wrong with her? <laughs> like why does she think this? <laughs> like like look at her, she's powerful, she's attractive. What what is it that has messed her up in her history? And made her have such horrible low confidence.
2: Like, I mean, this. that's answered later on. but
3: It is. Yeah, yeah but at this yeah, point, at I was like, point. this is unreasonable. It was my yeah. thought at the time. Um,
0: they both agree they don't they don't know. She's like, I don't know how to date. He's like, I don't either. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> and then we see them on their first date, and she's showing pictures of the cat. I love the cat. I love the cat. <laughs> <laughs> he's great. We sometimes get internal monologues of the cat. He's like anyone makes my human sad i will kill them <laughs> <laughs> um well, on their first date uh yellow gelato interrupts them and desmi beats the crap out of red gelato which is kind of a running theme they get interrupted they have to immediately pretend to fight and desmi is a little quicker to react than <laughs> gelato is so uh, he gets
3: beat up a lot so it's uh, basically a, a normal relationship yeah <laughs>
0: And yeah, that's how this whole thing kind of starts. We see uh, them again in another battle uh, this time. I, I love how they made fun of like where the Power Rangers always fought, you know, for so they could have the special effects going off. So they're always in rocky terrain or abandoned warehouses. Uh, so they're they're at like these old shipping docks and they they find a place to go hide away in the shipping docks where the helicopter reporter and, and the news team can't see them. Uh, But she wants to sit close to him because she's worried about being stinky from the battle.
2: What's really hilarious is it's never explained how they have this system or how the system works. But they have this screen that shows, oh, super weapon or like, oh, Gecko is like in this location. It's like, how do you know where they are? Mm
1: -hmm.
2: (laughs) And then then they always show up and it's always like a line of bad guys versus line of good guys. Yeah. You know, monologuing and at and each other. Yeah, it's and ver- so
0: Rangers. And, yep, and they yes. always do the the transformation, and, and the bad guys just sit there and wait for the transformation speech Five, to get done.
2: <laughs> I was really <laughs> hoping at the end when they did that, they would play the joke of "you guys are taking too long," and the like that yeah. would be great.
0: <laughs> um, they take a selfie together. But afterwards, after the battle, uh, Yellow finds them, and so Desame plays dead. <laughs> she, but then she's, she, and so Yellow's like, "Okay, we have to, we have to do an interview." And they're they're asking uh, Fudo like, "What do you think about the Reaper Princess?" He's like, "Oh, she's fantastic. She's like, so powerful and so, you know, like stuff you could say about a villain and that uh, who's your rival." But obviously, like, I am obsessed with her uh but then they do start. You ask- have a girlfriend yeah they start asking if he has a girlfriend and and yellow's like hey i mean we never have a girlfriend they're like oh let's hook him up uh and Desumi gets uh kind of upset about this so she wants to go on a real real date and so <laughs> Pudo goes home and googles what do you do on a real date and um gets it, overwhelmed yeah it's um, uh Misaki is the Yellow Ranger. She shows up. So he's in high school, but she's clearly an adult because she's always drunk. Uh, mm-hmm. She's always drinking. And she comes so she comes into base drunk. And she's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm, I'm researching a date. He's like, She's like, it's easy. You just find something you both like and you go do it. He's like, okay, I can do that. So they go on their first date and she shows up in this nice, pretty dress and she's so cute. And he's like in shorts and a tank top <laughs> with a backpack. And he's like, let's go on a date. And he takes you to the gym <laughs> and they, they have to do a big workout. And then they go for a run. And then she's like, okay, are we going to go like eat at a restaurant? And he's like, I brought protein bars. <laughs> and then after eating a protein bar, she leaves. Oh, no, she didn't she's even like, eat it yet. She just walked like, I'm going to go get a drink. Well, I thought she took a bite. Well, she she oh, says she's going to the bathroom.
2: Did. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I'm going and to the yeah. bathroom.
0: Um, and then like he's there for a long time. And, and then he calls her. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, calls him. And she's like. Hey, and she's drinking in a hot springs now. (laughs) But she's like, hey, remember when I told you about dates? That was all wrong. You need to dress up nice. You need to not talk about anything (laughs) weird. Calls out like literally
2: everything he's done wrong. Like, don't wear a muscle (laughs) T-shirt.
0: Get a reservation for a restaurant. And he's like, oh, God, I screwed this up. And she hasn't come back. So he goes searching for her. And he's like, I I I ruined it. I blew it. Uh, She's never going to date me. Um, and then she comes back with two drinks, and she's like, yeah, those protein bars are really dry. I figured we we could get drinks, but the line was really long. And he's like, hey, I, I'm sorry, I ruined this date. And she's like, "Man, eh, I don't know what a date is. You don't know what a date is. It's fine. Just be yourself.
3: And, and she was, actually enjoyed all those things. And, she's, and she comes back. She's like, so what insect is the strongest if it was giant? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <clears throat> Which is clearly the ant yes clearly <laughs> i just figured we both liked
0: training so that'd be a perfect date <laughs> yeah uh. and she and again she does the uh, you know i'm just happy we were together and doing something and it was really <laughs> cute and maybe <laughs> overly cute maybe just right but again it, oh. it, it's your personal taste but uh, i thought it was cute
1: yeah
0: Um, uh, they are about to kiss and then they get an emergency call and have to go to off to a battle, but they're both very distracted during the battle <laughs> uh, due to enjoying their date so much. Um, Do you guys want to talk about any of the other gelatos? Yeah, we have, actually. We have Pink coming up because she has a, a storyline. But if you guys want to talk about the other ones, it's a good time to call them out.
2: I th- I think we could probably just kind of do... a. The thing I liked about this character, shotgun round, because yeah, they're they're not super important to the story, but they kind of are, and they all have their own great moments. So, um,
0: yeah, we'll start I, with blue. I, yeah, hilarious. Blue is awesome. <laughs> he,
2: he's the worst. And I love that he's the worst. Yes. Uh, he, he tries to be a celebrity, and it immediately gets hit by just every woman he hits on. And then the masses of girls that do follow him around, he ignores. So he's yes. just such a narcissist, and he, he's amazing for it.
3: Yep. <laughs> yeah, those kind of characters always crack me up. And especially like how... In an anime like this, where you have Red Ranger and Rita Repulsa, basically... You kind of wonder what's going to happen to the other rangers. Are are they all going to just sit in the back and none of them are ever going to have their own relationship that's like playing second fiddle to the lead? I, I think there's going to be some. And so what the anime decided to do with uh, Twice having him go after the Beast Princess... Um, I think that's foreshadowing that there's actually going to be a relationship there at some point in the future. And I love it. I think it's hysterical because what is she always saying? She's always saying, oh, nobody ever likes me. Nobody's interested in me. Um, And, you know, he clearly is. (laughs) And and I think that's a that's a really funny match to see. Um, So, yeah, I I loved it. I love the blue power ranger. He was probably my favorite because of how absolutely ridiculous over the top he was, and the kind of persona that you would see discouraged in every single Power Ranger and like <laughs> Super Sentai type
0: story. I liked him, I just felt he was very underutilized. I feel like we could yeah, have got yes. a lot more mileage out of his his character because of all the things you've said. Yeah. Alright, uh
2: yellow. Yellow was really funny. Um, She was kind of the oldest and most wise, but also the most (laughs) irresponsible. Yes. And it worked really well because, you know, in moments where she had to be responsible, she was still kind of silly about it. And then in moments where you think, oh, we're just getting together for a meeting, she's half in the bag and she's got a beer. (laughs) So (laughs) uh, it worked out really well.
3: Yeah. I remember when she first showed up on the screen um, so I guess I must have seen the OP once because I remember her being shown in the OP. I think it was probably episode one or two. And I thought, why is what's he going after Decime for? <laughs> what about yellow? <laughs> Look at yellow. And uh, and of course, you know, fan service shots. Yeah. Yeah. Clear fan service shots. And she's at that point. It's also very clear that she's an adult, you know, not like Pink, who, you know, is very interested in red, but is, I think, like, first year. Or something. I think they're all yeah. seventeen,
2: or well, the the pink, red and mean I think they're like
3: seventeen, eighteen, somewhere in there. I think pink is in a lower grade, but somewhere in there for sure. She's at least for in sure. this in high school with. Her. Yes, she's in high school yeah. for sure. Um, and so yeah, so yellow was was, but then when I saw her personality, I was like, oh okay, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> hmm. Um
0: great fan service and i always love the drinking female yeah character they're they're always they're great <laughs> um green so green green pistachio <laughs> um
2: i would again another underutilized character um he's got the stoic i am going to make sure that everyone's safe and you know we recruit the best of the best um but the fact that Decime traumatized him, I thought was probably the funniest part of the entire anime. Uh, watching that back their backstory was just it. I I don't laugh much at anime, and this this got me really good. Um, also, uh, his his I need to I need to prove myself once and for all, and that the way that goes is really fun. Yeah, uh,
3: unfortunately underutilized character, in my opinion. I loved how self-aware he was, like, of his image at all times. He cares so much about uh, the gelato. <laughs> and and he's like, I have to recruit the best, and I have to, like, even in the last episode when they have the commercial, and, and they're looking at the different uh, male uh, gelato members that might be able to fulfill the role, and he's like, no, it goes against my, my image. It I doesn't necessarily... It doesn't necessarily mean that that's who he is. He's a and poser. I love he's it. He's a poser. <laughs> yes. Cause, cause like, you get to hear what he's actually thinking in his head, and it is nothing like his behavior. And, and yeah, he's awesome for that. Super yes, fun. They,
0: they, that was, that was, that was the lit words on my mouth. Or... Poser, he's such a poser, and I loved it because every every Power Ranger team has the stoic guy, right? You know, the Voltron yep. team, the stoic guy. He, um, he's
2: always in a gi, and he like yeah. presents himself as this like <laughs>
0: ninja master. And he always has the, the the words to say when he talks. It's important, otherwise, he's not getting emotionally involved. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. But this guy's completely flustered in his mind <laughs> yeah. and and scrambling at every time to figure out what to say, and then he then says something cool to look cool to be fit that character type when yeah. that's not really who he is on the inside. Loved it, <laughs> definitely underutilized. Yep. That's joke that will work for me every time. Yep. All right. Uh, we go two weeks without any battles, so they're having withdrawals from getting to see each other. Um, and you know, she's really grumpy at work and <laughs> being mean to the minions. Pluto's all sad, and and most. Oh, there's a lot of fiber on vacation but a warning they get an alarm that there's a new weapon uh, detected at the gecko base so they have to do an infiltration mission And red's like i volunteer and he was like oh he's so brave and sacrificing himself oh and he <laughs> he, he <walks> out <laughs> oh man i love that yippie so much um <laughs> So, and then we, yeah you know, we cut to Desemy and she's marching around all angry in the base. Cause again, they haven't fought. And then he just pops out of a vent. He's like, Hey, I found you. <laughs> so they, they go to like the, her staff room or her office or something. It's not the dorm. So it's not her room room, but they go to, and they go to play Uno. They just kind of hang out. And I love that he has no intent <laughs> of doing the mission at all. He yeah. is there to hang out with his girlfriend um yeah so they they hang out but then she gets a call on the video monitor that there's an intruder in the base so she has to like tackle him (laughs) and then sits on him and the guy's like did i just see a guy and she's like no okay you're right i must be wrong (laughs) uh and then she's like sorry about that and he's like "Ah, i sat on me um and then culver bear who has no arc he's just a joke and he's one of my favorite things in the whole wide world uh and and he had literally shoot, a bear
2: earlier
0: had yeah. walked by and said check out my guns but literally the guns <laughs> on his back uh he's got new cannons and he's the he's um yeah, i forget the guy's name but the the gold guy in power rangers who's who's the who shows up for every fight always loses and is never the big bad of the ending episode mm-hmm. but he's always there He's that guy, and and his comedy bits always work. But, yeah, he burst into the room. So Desimi is trying to shove Fudo in the locker, but ends up going in with him. So they're all pressed together, and her bra falls on his face. Embarrassing hijinks ensue where she smacks him. He flies out, hits the bear, who falls down, and his guns go off, destroying the base and the new weapon. Mission success. (laughs) and it's all the bear's fault and the bear has to fix the base he's outside with a hammer trying to put it back together that was that was good that bear is amazing uh because of this um uh, Pluto <clears throat> gives his phone number to Desemy. she calls his house his mom picks up and she's <laughs> i love like, his mom she is so funny uh and uh yeah and then so she's like maybe you should just get a cell phone. He's like okay, I don't know how to do that, <laughs> but I will. <laughs> uh-huh. And then um uh, we get a meeting, a gecko meeting where they um talk about how they're collecting negative energy to to birth monsters. Uh, and they're looking for ideas. And so we kind of see some of the other princesses. And so this is where we want to talk about Beast Princess. This is her first. She considers herself the rival of Reaper Princess. But because Reaper Princess is so awesome at her job. Not uh, she is. But she's also mostly just dating. And it's just working yeah. out for her. Anyway, what do you guys think of Beast Princess?
2: Um, she I didn't like her at first. But, like... The, she's in the anime quite a bit and I she just grows on you really well um, she just there's a moment where she's like I don't want to be your friend or I'm not friends with you but she keeps getting pulled into these hijinks it's like why am I here um, <clears throat> yeah she's she's kind of the angry uh, or at least puts on the front of I'm the angry big bad guy and you should fear me but in reality she's having fun. And so um and and she keeps tagging along even though she pretends to hate it. So uh yeah,
3: she's she's great.
1: Mhm. Um
3: I I think like I was saying before, I think that she's going to play into a more important role in the future uh as far as like secondary relationships with characters. It would be funny. Um but also some of the scenes that really cracked me up had to do with her perspective on things that were going on. So for instance, when they were at the beach and like she had everything in front of her, all the evidence she needed to put together what was really happening, but her framing inside her head was so strong that she knew. She scratched his head open. (laughs) Yes, exactly. She's torturing him. Oh my God. She blew up the submarine. Like, and so she's very, very funny for some of the jokes that they're pulling. Uh, And she's also an important, a key component to be able to diffuse situations or deal with things that they create through their crazy storytelling. Um, So yeah, I, I get a kick out of that character.
0: Yeah. And she's, she's the Sundari of the story. Mm -hmm. Um, She's like, I don't want to be friends. I don't even like you. Yeah. I'll show up at your slumber party (laughs) (laughs) and they complain. Oh, I can't believe this is a slumber party. You showed up in your pajamas. Well, it said to, so I had to (laughs) like, She's clearly lonely clearly wants to be happy with friends and that's where all her anger comes from mm-hmm. and she uses that as a as a fail um, kind of a kind of a tropey character but I very much works in the context and I I also I'm shipping her in blue I'm doing it you know yeah let's, I think let's she crack also an
3: iceberg I think she also has a body complex <laughs> yeah well yep. yeah. But the way everyone
0: else is drawn in this anime, I probably would, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, in this meeting, they decide to uh, they're looking for, like, where should we attack? <laughs> and and Desemy's like, ooh, uh, a park. Uh, You know, think of romantic places to meet Fudo. And so yeah. she suggests an amusement park eventually. And they're like, oh, that's it a good one. Her out on that. Yeah. Like stop yeah. suggesting dating spots. <laughs> Why dating spots? <laughs> but amusement park is a good idea. We should do the amusement park. There's a lot of people there. We could scare. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she texts Fudo, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna go to the amusement park. Be there, <laughs> <laughs> so we can have a date there." Um, Yellow drags Pink along to spy on Fudo because he had gone to the amusement park, and they're like, "Oh, something's up with him. I wonder what's going on. Uh, does he have a girlfriend?" Pluto's there. Meanwhile, in the bushes, <laughs> me and this giant bear and all the minions are hiding by, like, one bush. And the bear's like, wait, half a Gelato 5 is here. We should go. And he's like, nope. She runs out. <laughs> so, you know, uh, they start off pretending to battle. But then Yellow and Pink, they transform and they're like, we'll help you. And he's like, "Oh man. Um, and then... Yeah, Red and Desmi sneak away and go on rides while this battle happens. And then after the battle, they have to, to go back. But uh while they're leaving, um Haru, Pink Gelato, sees a picture from one of the roller coasters with uh, Fudo on it with this mysterious, beautiful young woman. And she's like, wait, what? So that's where we're going. Uh And that's what we need to talk about in this next episode is Haru. What do you guys think of her?
2: I thought she played a decent role. Um, I thought it was going to be much more adversarial when it came to winning the heart of Fudo. Uh, But they didn't decide to go down that road Um, because we end up, you know, the next uh, we get some resolution to that. But um, it's she later on, it's it's a little more contrived of her role. In this whole dating situation so i'm i'm not i didn't quite buy it in the whole world that they built, but it 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 played its role.
3: it was fun um I thought she was adorable, and I love the fact that they let somebody else know that this relationship was happening yeah i I thought that was so useful uh, and they do they use it several times, but right away, they use it once to show that they you know this is why they did this. You know, because, like, yellow comes running up or green or blue. Somebody comes running I think up. it's blue. Is blue? She turns him away. Yeah, she turns him away. And and this was something that they desperately needed in order They'll to... have access. to get
2: through me to yeah. search this place where they're not.
3: That's right.
0: <laughs> Does anyone else have concerns, though, that now only three members of Gelato 5 are fighting the
3: entire villains? Yes, and, every time. <laughs> one's on a date and one's on lookout. <laughs> yeah. Well, it just shows how overpowered the gelato members are, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. but yes, yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, well, I completely agree with Jeremy on that. She serves a great function in the story by being the one who's in on the, the secret. Um, you know, her her explanation is, I'm in love with Fudo, but I also really like Desemy, so I'm happy that their love is happening, but I'm going to wait for my turn. <laughs> and I hate that trope. I hate the. Yeah. I love you. I can't have you, so I'm gonna wait and just support you anyway. It's, it's like yeah, that's great that you 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 stay friends with him or supporting him, but you deserve to find your own love. You you know don't don't wait for him. That's insane. Yeah, <laughs> no. if
2: there's a bear that you love, you need to tell the bear. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's,
0: exactly. It's it's usually done in um harem anime. You, that's mm-hmm. where you usually see it, and and that's that tends to be the very reason I don't like harem anime yeah. is, is uh, the lack of self worth self worth to, to say, okay, I'm not going to wait around and hope he likes me best. I deserve someone who wants me as much as I want them. Yeah. And so that, that trope showed up here and didn't ruin anything again, like comedy. And she deserved a great purpose in the story. She is a likable character. I just, a trope that always nauseates at me.
3: Yeah, I hope that it's something that's just going to be a naivety because of her age. Yeah, and that as time goes by, you know, she'll yeah. slowly notice other guys. Yeah,
0: that yeah, it, it, they could they could do that and resolve that issue for me very quickly if she was like, "Hey, mm-hmm. I found someone I also care about." Yep. Um, the next okay, so the next episode is dealing with Haru. Uh, she's walking home from school and she sees uh haru and fudo at, in a cafe talking together and she gets really upset and she runs away and then at the next battle she starts beating up fudo and he they have this like secret language that they can telegraph each other's moves like i'm gonna come in with a right and then and then go for the uppercut so be ready for that um and he's like okay you attack left and i'll dodge right and she just straight up smashes him <laughs> he's like okay read that wrong my bad <laughs> um <laughs> And then she does a new super move on him that sends him flying. And eventually he's like, is something going on? Do you want to talk? And she's mad. And she's like, I saw you with another girl. He's like, I would never do anything. And she's like, I know that that's not why I'm mad. I'm mad that I'm jealous that you got to be in a normal situation with a girl that we can't have this situation. And I got to tell you, I was very happy for this because I, I, Again, it would be a trope. He'd just be like, I saw you with another woman, and I instantly hate you because I assu- instantly assume you're the worst. She mm-hmm. knows he's a good person who would never do that uh, with her. He never would. He. Um, I love that. Thank you for mm-hmm. for that. Um, that was great. Yeah. Her her anger is, is just jealousy of what she can't have and that she wants to to be uh, in a real um, relationship situation
3: with him where they can be themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but she still takes it out on him <laughs> yeah it's
0: great uh, but he <laughs> he ends up hugging her and they, they have this big talk about it and she feels better and then they're sitting there holding hands and haru walks in and, and not like, even
2: they just uh, it pans over and she's sitting right next Yep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so so he's walking with her he's like hey how much of that did you hear and she's like the start of the conversation <laughs> <Yeah>. oh <gasps>
2: Good. <laughs> I love this internal monologue of this. He's just like, oh, maybe, maybe she doesn't know still. She's not saying anything. Maybe, <laughs> maybe she only caught some of it.
0: Maybe I ha- there's a way out. <laughs> uh, back, back at base, uh, they call a meeting and Haro's like, oh, I have something to say. He's like, oh, here we go. And she's like, hey, we have a big test coming up, so we'll, we'll be busy. He's like, what? Uh, she's keeping it a secret. And she he goes and talks with Desemy about it in the park and Desemy's like, "We'll have to murder her." <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, maybe that's not option 1." Uh and then she's like, "Fine, I won't murder her." And then she senses something. She's like, "Hey, can you go get us some drinks? I want <laughs> She says this really, really complicated drink order." And he's like, "What?" And she says it again, and it, it's a great bit. Uh, she just keeps making it like super long and complicated, and he's like, "I will figure out what that is." <laughs> he leaves to go get a uh, but really Haru's there. And so she was just buying time and Haru challenges her to a fight, which she gets her butt kicked and she reveals that I, I love Fudo, but also once I was attacked by thugs and you saved me. So you're like a hero of mine. So I'm actually happy you two are together, but I needed to, to test my strength against you and see if I could beat you in rival thing and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then they hug and they cry and he returns and Haru is sleeping in Desemi's lap Eat and up. he thinks she's dead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right cuz she's got sc- you know like the the dirt and
0: punch marks. Yep. And then she does the like if you mess this up I'm going to take him. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> um All right and then back at Gecko it's time for evaluations and Reaper Princess is winning easily we need to talk about this. We need to talk about the negative energy that she's generating. What is she doing that generates so much extra negative energy when she's not even participating?
3: I think they're well, counting it as the unit's production. Yes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. So whatever their the manager gets, guys are doing.
2: The manager gets the uh, compliment for the team's effort. Mm-hmm. And because she's going out so much more often than everyone else... Um,
0: Okay.
3: She, it's just a numbers game, at that and point. also the fact that she got an extra fifty points for keeping Red busy the whole
0: time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. For always, but
3: yeah, five hundred points. I think, and
0: actually. the time when she, yeah, yeah, she did, yeah. because in the last, yeah, in the last episode where she beat him up, being jealous, uh, that that counted bonus. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um. All right. So after the, uh, Beast Princess, of course, Super Furious. I want to be the best. Rival stuff. Uh, but then beast and steel princess are hanging out and steel admits that she has fallen in love and does hears this and now you know she's like love is the best i'm all in on love i want to hear about your love mm-hmm. um and steel princess is like yeah no but i i can't tell them i'm, I'm kind of a worthless person i don't ha- i don't good at my job i'm not really good at anything and they're like well I'm going to help you. We're just going to give you confidence. So they do this montage.
2: Hijinks.
0: They do like Pilates and cooking. And basically the fact that she's in this big steel coffin
3: shell means that she's terrible (laughs) at all this stuff. I love that like when they're doing Pilates and when they're doing swimming and things like that, she literally just lays there. Well, yeah. everybody else is actually putting effort for it. She does not put effort into anything she does.
2: Actually, it's funny. it's funny you mentioned that because Beast Princess is like, why am I here
3: doing this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, this isn't about me. Like she's complaining to the writers. Why did you put me here?
0: <laughs> De- Desme meets up with Fudo at, on one of their dates, and she she's telling him about this, and she's like, you know, what, what is it about me that, that you know, Made you love me. He's like, no, just the way you are. You didn't have to change at all. You'd just be yourself. And she's like, oh, God, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes back to Steel, who is now in, like, defense mode. So anything that comes north- close to her, st- Steel spikes stick out or tentacles. Um, but oh. she gets to her anyway. And she's like, nope, you're you're worth loving just because you are who you are. You don't have to do anything or be anything. And they take off her mask and she's crying. She's like, okay, I'll do it. Even though I have nothing to give. And she takes off the steel suit (laughs) for the first time. And she's got huge tracts of land. Huge. Uh, Huge. (laughs) To the point where, like, Beast Princess is looking down like, what the? (laughs) Don't stand next to me. Don't stand next to me. Yep. Uh, And then Steel Princess, who almost never wears her steel suit anymore, even though she had to do it through the whole montage of swimming and Pilates. Doesn't wear it anymore. Uh, Goes and confesses her feelings. To Culver Bear, my favorite. Yeah. And and he instantly is like, yes, I love you too. And they are dating and they are the best relationship in this whole anime. Oh, hands down. (laughs) Because one, we don't have to see all their sickly sweet. There's no slapping each other. There's no any of that. They don't have any drama. Their 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 love is also forbidden. It's against workplace rules, but they don't care. They're bad guys. They're going to do it anyway. And you know what? And everyone
2: knows about it, too.
0: Yep. Their relationship goals. Don't be like Fudo uh, Desmi. Be like Culver Bear and Steel Princess. <laughs>
2: oh, And then immediately Culver Bear goes to some other commander. And is like, hey, I need Steel Princess on my yep.
0: team. Uh, uh, steel princess is on snake something yep, yep. It, it's her princess and he's like hey i'm gonna start taking her with me on missions and a lot of five's like this is embarrassing. <laughs> there's too many now
3: and i love like the attacks that the bear and the steel princess are doing you're like love spikes and love <laughs> this and love that <laughs> it's very cute all right so at, at the next
0: battle um yeah, this is where Blue look for him, and Pink is like, you get away or I'll beat you up. And I just remember thinking, like, there's now an extra princess, but only three Gelato members are actually actively fighting. It's messed up. Yep. Uh, but uh, Desimi has made a lunch for Fudo that they're going to share. And he's like, oh, could you? F-? Oh, she wants to feed him. That's right. I, I read that I'm supposed to feed you. And he's like, oh, my God, this is the best. This is the best. And then yeah. he, his stomach is in so much pain, he almost passes out. He's like, no, just feed it to me anyway. She's like, you're dying. He's like, I don't care.
1: <laughs> Let me <laughs> Let die. Me with die with
0: happy. <laughs> yeah, um, they take him to the hospital. He has appendicitis. Uh, And then people keep trying to feed him food. And he's like, no, nope, no one will feed me food until Desimene has fed me food. So um, his own mother, like, <laughs> even his own mom, yeah, is trying to give him apples. But then Desimee finally visits when uh, things have died down and she feeds him the apples in a very cute scene. And then they go for a kiss, but mom shows up in one of my favorite bits though. The mom's like, you're going to join my volleyball team <laughs> and takes Desimee to a woman's volleyball and she's awesome. And they become good friends. And I'm like, that's that's a good that's a good bit i like that yeah i mean
2: actually it it paid off at the end when they're walking home and she's like take good care of my son
0: yeah knows they're dating
2: yep i I love the i used to be a looker yes (laughs) (laughs) very very mob psycho art style for yes
0: Yeah. square 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 square, very square manly jaw on on his mom yep all right um Okay, so we get oh so we get this the, the storyline. Uh she's doing so well, Desame, that she's being given a promotion to one of the Beast commanders. And their their next beast is a gorilla. She gets to become <laughs> a gorilla. Everyone's very happy for her, even Beast Princess is like, you know, I'm your rival, but congratulations, you have earned this. And and we this is where we get to see Desame's family. Her family calls her and her dad and mom still wear their minion suits Um, because they were minions who met and fell in love and then had a family and they are they are pro gecko evil gecko all and they're so proud of their daughter getting to become a beast commander and she's a little
3: they have a retirement plan they're on a retirement
0: plan from (laughs) (laughs) gecko um honestly as silly as this anime is this is one of my favorite subplots is that she comes from this evil family who has expectations of her and everything she's all ever done. We kind of talked about her arc anyway, but mm. just that everything she's ever done has been set out for her and doing what other people want her to do. And, you know, she, she, uh, she gets her call from her family and then Fudo calls her and hears that she's sad. And he shows up an hour later at her dorm. They sit on the roof and she's telling him about it. And she, he asked, she asks what she, she should do. And instead of being like, no, you can't become a gorilla. That's insane. That's what an insane person would do. He says, "What do you want to do?" And that's all he says. He just, you know, what and it is absolutely okay with whatever she wants. No one's ever treated her like that. Honestly, I, re- real relationship goals right there. That was a very authentic moment that I really enjoyed. I,
2: I, it kind of came out of left field for me how profound what he said was. Is like, you are so nice and kind to everyone around you. I mean, except when you're. Performing terrorism. Right. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you need to save a little bit of that kindness for yourself. And I was just like, did that just come out of this anime? Holy yeah, crap. Right? <laughs> like, that is really good life advice, let alone advice for destiny.
3: See, that's what's weird to me. Like, I understand exactly what you guys are saying. But at the same time, was he really totally fine with her becoming a gorilla? Was well, I'm I... true to... Was he being honest about what he thought or was he telling her what he thought was appropriate to say at this time? Because of his meatheadness, I wouldn't be surprised if
2: he did not think about the consequences down the road. I could see that. I want like his sole focus at that moment was I want to make Desimé happy. What would be the best thing to tell her that would make her happy right now?
0: Yeah, I, I honestly believe, Truly, mm-hmm. truly, mm-hmm. that if she had chosen to become a gorilla, he would have been fine with it and still dated her.
3: I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised because he is enough of a meathead to where he would be like, you know, you're even stronger. And I love you for your all the things I know about <laughs> you, not your appearance, but about it. But I guess I was imagining, like, if I was in that situation, Ain't no way I would say. <laughs> go ahead and be a gorilla if you want. I would say, well, you really ought to think about it. Like that's a really, you can't really go back from that, right? Like, think I, hard. I, I okay, so food. I don't think food is a realistic
0: character. Okay. But I do think he is hundred percent selfless, and I, I like. I'm sure he'd prefer she not be a gorilla. Yeah. But he, I don't think he's putting his interest into what he says to her at all. I just don't think he's yeah. that kind of person. I think he's 100% authentic when he says, "What do you want to do? I will support you in whatever it is."
3: Yeah. I guess I guess he must be just a better person than me because I could do it in other <laughs> things, but man, if it was, "Hey, I'm going to become half gorilla." I'd be like, "Oh, oh no. no <laughs> oh, please don't that. do that. That's my <laughs> one weakness."
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I I, I get it. <laughs> Uh I can't go into details. I've had similar conversations where my wife's like, I want to do this. Oh could you, could you not do that? <laughs> <laughs> Would that be an option? Just to yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I get what you're saying. But again, I don't I don't think he's a realistic character. it's an a very idealistic character. Okay. I, I, I do sense. think he's being very genuine what he says here. Okay. <laughs> and for the most part, you like changing into a gorilla is an extreme. Really, but really, really, really. But like, it goes into like, hey, I want to, I want to pursue this new career, you know, instead yeah. of being this thing that I've always been told to be. And and you know, maybe as a, a boyfriend, you're like, well, we make more money if you do this one thing. But it really mm-hmm. should be, all right, that that's something we can do. I will support you. You know, I want you to do what you want to do. That that should be mm-hmm. a, a realistic thing. People.
2: I, I want to just quit being an engineer, and I think I want to go into stand-up comedy.
3: Do you? <laughs> Let's check I our think balance. It was easy. Let's check our balance. Are we doing okay? Calculate everything. All right, we have a buffer. Go ahead. Okay. Um, <laughs> now it's time.
0: So at the very beginning, they mentioned the beach, and so I'd already written in big, bold letters, "It's the beach episode." But now we get yeah. it's only the second half, but it's beach episode, which. <laughs> It's fantastic. Uh, Gecko or uh, no, um, Gerardo 5 is going to be testing their weapons on the beach, which is really a submarine, which is the left weapons shin testing. of their giant robot. Well, they never use the giant robot, but
3: we're so. told there is a giant robot.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, who's piloting the other parts of the giant robot? Like, there's so many. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't, who's piloting the submarine? They're not even in it any of the time. It's true. Um Automated yeah so so i love that we had seen the scene earlier where desmi had leaked gecko's info but we also get now get to see fudo leaking (laughs) Uh gelada's info back um yeah so she's like hey they're gonna be at the beach we should do a secret attack so they're at the beach and and culver bear is sitting in a lounge chair drink in hand girlfriend on his side and he's like hey this is a work thing. You guys need to take this seriously. All the minions are playing volleyball on the beach. And he's only saying that to Desemy, who's the only one not goofing off at the moment.
2: <laughs> Bizarre. You, you know, there's definitely some fan service in this episode. Like, you know, every time they show them in their bathing suits, it's a beach but episode. It's yeah. definitely a beach episode, but it was not gratuitous. They focused more on the sure. comedy. And I actually really
3: appreciated about that.
0: Yeah, and, you know, the boys were in tight swim trunks too. Well, it's fine. Yeah,
3: um, I, I think I think her being her outfit is generally fan service. <laughs> like, so every yes. time she's dressed up as a, but yeah. like you add a cape to what she was wearing,
0: and that's her normal outfit anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the missile gets bombed, or the beach gets bombed with missiles. Sorry, uh, well, on accident. On accident. Uh-huh. From the really stuff could have.
2: They could, like, if, if it wasn't Gecko and just a crowd of people, they would have murdered.
0: Murdered people. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, uh, it doesn't look like anyone got hit. Or we blew them up. One of the two.
0: Yeah, they yep. do
3: say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I no guess was they there, just or even on
0: Gecko. I yeah.
3: bet you they would.
0: You like the, the Vindicators? Um, all right, so. We get a beach episode. We get some funny stuff with Desimee and, and Fudo playing around and, and Beast Princess seeing them and thinking she's torturing him. Mm-hmm. Um, he invites her to the barbecue with the gelato. So she comes and hangs out with them. They watch fireworks. And then while she's walking back, the professor is like, I'm going to set off the big fireworks on the submarine. And one of the doors closes and the entire submarine blows up. <laughs> So everyone thinks Desdemona took out the secret weapon of Gelato Five. which says very, very similar to mm-hmm. the the other thing that happened with um, the base blowing red. up. Yeah, with yeah. red. So,
2: uh, but and like, like Jeremy was mentioning, the things going on inside Beast Princess's oh, so head red. and what was actually happening was <laughs> hilarious because there's one moment where Desdemona is buried. Um, yeah. <laughs> Fudo in the red. sand. And he's, she's t- she's torturing him. Uh, and then, like, there's no way she did anything to the boom. <laughs> and she did take it out. Oh, my
0: God. So, uh, this is also where Blue sees uh, Beast Princess for the first time and, and he's completely smitten and chasing her around. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the very end, while they're heading home, Green is like, I recognized that girl. And that leads us into our next episode, which is about Daigo, who's who's the, the green gelato, and he comes to Fudo and he's like, "Is that girl's name Desmi?" Or no, who was that girl? And he's like, "Well, that was my girlfriend Desime. And He's like, "Oh, you said the name," and he passes out, and they have to take <laughs> him to the emergency. He like goes into a complete PTSD like breakdown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he reveals this big long. It's like half. It's a great bit but it's like half the episode of this backstory of he was uh, like a black belt in a dojo training in karate. And this little girl showed up and they're like, Hey, could you help her? And it was Desimee. And he's like, oh, yeah, just punch me once. Let's see how strong you are. And she rocks him so hard his life flashes before his eyes. And then <laughs> the next day he comes to the dojo and it's being shut down by the sensei because he got beat up by a Desime. And desmi's crying because she's like, this always happens. I try to make friends. And he's like, well, then I'll be your sensei forever. <laughs> and every time they, they practice, she just beats him nearly to death. <laughs> and then um, – her reputation grows. She gets, uh, thugs always trying to beat her up and she always beats them up. And that's how she got the nickname Reaper. Mm-hmm. And eventually to survive her, he faces her one last time. He trains and trains and trains. He's like, I'm finally going to beat her. And she beats him. And she's like, Oh man, uh, next, uh, thanks for going easy on me. He's like, I tried everything. She's like, I went easy on you. <laughs> and He's like, Oh my God. <laughs> so, <laughs> So he flees to Tokyo and joins the gelato team um, and doesn't realize she's Reaper Princess.
3: Because fighting her has made him powerful enough to actually be yeah, on their he, radar.
0: He's a super powerful fighter now from tra- her, her training <laughs> him.
3: Um,
0: and he's like, I, I have to enlist her onto the team. And that seems like a good idea. He's he
2: so terrified of the idea of enlisting her, but he knows that it's the best thing
3: for Yeah, gelato. I love it. I love that it would become Gelato Six and that she's wearing a black outfit in all of their imaginations because there's always the black Power Ranger. Yeah, <laughs> this...
0: uh, but also that would right. be the same color as her regular outfit.
3: <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> Almost putting it together. So oh. they they meet at a uh, diner with her and I love that he calls out how sickly sweet they are because again that was something that I was like, uh oh, it's a lot watching new people falling in love and he calls it out like what am i watching this is so much (laughs) i love
2: the continuity throughout this entire scene because so he's got this cup of coffee and he's trembling in front of her (laughs) and it's and, and if you look at the table it's spilled everywhere and oh, then no. later and then next you see like this towel that has is now you know brown <laughs> with coffee. Up. And then there's and then, then another seat with his empty cup because he hasn't had a drink from it yet, but he was shaking it so much. And he's got a new cup <laughs> of coffee.
0: Nope. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> yeah, very good. Uh She ends up turning him down. So he decides, oh, this isn't the same girl. Look how sweet she's being. Love has made her weak. <laughs> I can take her. So he challenges her. Because she had said, well, "Hey, she, spar." Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. she like, asked for a sparring.
0: Let let's do that sparring session. And while they're getting ready, he's like, "Yeah, because if you join us, you'll have to break up with with Fudo." <laughs> and she's like, "Wait, you didn't mention that." And he, no, he sets rules. If I win, you have to join and break up with Fudo. And, and she's like, "Why would I have to break up with Fudo?" He's like, "Well, because you can't date if you're working together." And she's like, well, you never mentioned that. And, like, gets glowing energy around yeah. her. <laughs> and so he, he changes into his power suit. <laughs> because he's little, terrified. He's so scared. Yeah. So she beats the crap out of him. And, and he's like, yes, I, I let you win, as I always have. <laughs> I love it, because
2: he's lying there on the ground motionless. And both Fudo and Desmay come up into the frame.
0: And Fudo goes, is he alive? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> after this, Desdemona is like, "But well, he is like, hey, don't ever join Gecko." And she's like, "Okay." <laughs> uh, but after this, like, "We need to have more rules about our relationship. We, you know, we're, we're too many close calls." But then she hugs him right there in the street, and he's like, "What about?" She's like, "Why aren't you stopping me?" You know, cute, lovey-dovey stuff. But someone takes a picture of them, mm-hmm. which brings us to our next episode, where uh. Fudo gets a letter, basically being blackmailed, for, for having a girlfriend. Now, it's not for having Reaper Princess, but just having a girlfriend because of his image that we need to, he needs to be single, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we check in with Desime, and there's this bully girl there uh, with pink hair who, like, steals a bite of her lunch. And and we find out that Beast Princess and Steel Princess also go there. Beast Princess is a hall monitor and Steel Princess is a
3: class president. Class, class,
0: class Reps, yeah, prep, something like yeah. that. Um but basically all all the princesses have to go to this high school, because uh, Gekko likes to keep them together. And and so this is Hojo, and we're gonna find out later that she's also Heat Princess, but she keeps that a secret. It's her secret identity. She's also the blackmailer. So let's. Um, she's also a sociopath. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. She's blackmailing, and, and we go through like the first time she's she's trying to get them to break up. She meets up with Fudo, and she's like, "Oh, you have to break up with her." He's like, "No, okay, you have to tell me you love I love, love me. this no. scene.
2: I refuse. <laughs> she's like, "You you don't understand
0: how the I'm blackmail, blackmail thing works.
2: <laughs>
1: you don't get the <laughs>
0: refuse." Uh, and eventually she gets embarrassed and runs away he tells Desimee I'm skipping through this so we can go back to talking about her character but we kind of need to know Mm. about her character Um, he tells Desimee and she's like oh maybe someone has fallen in love with you and that's what's going on he's like oh I didn't even think of that so he meets up with her again he's like I'm gonna take care of this he meets up with her again and and tells her hey look I I wasn't considerate of your feelings and I'm sorry about that but I'm in love with someone else Uh, I'm very flattered she's like I don't love you I love Desimee you idiot uh, and, and he's like, oh, me too! <laughs> this is great! Let's <laughs> talk about Desmi! And she's like, no, I'm your rival! I hate you! Uh, but they come. To, she comes to respect him then declares, okay, we're not enemies, but I am your rival, and I am going to steal her from you. And, and I have a secret that you don't know, which is that she's he princess. So now we need to talk about Hojo. What do you guys think
2: about Hojo? I thought she was decent comic relief, but she didn't really have much impact on the story besides that comic relief. Um, she has a couple of funny moments, especially when she runs into the nurse. Um, but besides that, she, I could take her or leave her.
3: Yeah. She's, she seems very much to be a, uh, a one dimensional character. She exists for one joke. And, um, and so I, I didn't, I didn't like her a lot, but I definitely laughed at some of the things that she did. Like, <laughs> like that character, like personality it does I, I like it like it cracks me up i think it's funny but um but yeah it's it the wall and creates a huge plume of i love that <laughs> God, like, she, okay i yeah and i mentioned that in the beginning how like there's something about when the characters chase each other it's fantastic like she is uh um well how do i put this she's drawn she's a thick more... girl yeah there, <laughs> there you we go. go she's a thick girl and so, like, there's this scene where she's chasing uh, Decime around the building, and Decime is just agilely making her sharp corners and everything and coming down the staircases. But Ho- Hojo doesn't care at all. <laughs> so she just – she's this blur that, boom, slams into the wall, and you get, like, concrete and dust and everything blown out to the side. And then she's, like, doing acrobatic kicks off the wall. There's just – there's something really slapstick funny about how she throws herself at things. That I do enjoy. Um and and her obnoxiousness as a character. She's definitely a bully. And there was there was a sort of sense of like, wow, um, she's being a jerk. But at the same time, what they decided to do with that later, um, I was like, okay, she's I I can see her in the background. Like when they when they do the scene where they do show up in their pajamas and she's still got her helmet on and she's like <laughs> hanging off of Desime constantly. I was laughing. I thought it was funny. It was there. Um but but yeah, but she's she's a total bully. <laughs> <All right. clears throat>
0: On top of everything you guys said, I have beef with Hojo and I told you guys before the show, so I'm I'm impressed. It. And I'm open to being told I'm wrong or or comments about this, so I, I, I don't mind that. But back in the olden days the long, long ago of anime, there there was always uh, one of the jokes is lecherous characters. I, I Moroku from Minyasha is a great representation. He's always grabbing butts, flirting with girls, like "Let's go get it on." Uh, or Grandpa she,
2: from DBZ.
0: Oh yeah, Ro- R- Roshi. Roshi. Yeah, Roshi. Turtle yeah, Hermit stealing, pant- stealing panties. Yeah, yeah. In, in old anime, that jo- that jokes lasted for a long time and and i have laughed at it i do find it funny but modern sensibilities have kind of evolved that joke and it doesn't play very well anymore and that's fine i'm okay with that too uh they they come off a bit rapey uh (laughs) in in this day and age and that so that's gone away except for it didn't go away they changed it so it was now the female character a a same-sex character doing it uh which you know that's That's why Hojo exists, so they can have that lecherous character. She at one point open tackles Desimee and is like, I'm taking you away to the relationship statue that we're going to go sit on together. And if it was a dude who did that, it'd be really creepy. And I am I'm super happy to have representation in the anime. But I feel like making them that lecherous character just so you can have your joke is a bad look. And, and like, either you go for the joke and you just own up to it, but using Hojo for that, it it sits wrong with me. It just doesn't feel right. Even though I laughed at some of the jokes, again, I I don't really mind the lecherous character, but you clearly don't think the audience would find it palatable from a male character, and then you made it into a female character just so you could make it palatable and keep your joke. Now Either do or don't.
3: Yeah, yeah. Now, I actually agree with you. I do wonder if Blue is meant to serve that role. And we're just not seeing it manifest no, through characters I think he's, that are in the story yet. I think Blue serves a different character trope. So you think that his narcissistic approach and his sort of he,
2: running, Blue loves salivating
3: him. after Beast Girl wouldn't be considered so the same? Blue
2: doesn't chase girls just because he likes you know, to be that lifestyle. Uh, Blue loves himself some Blue.
1: He loves <laughs> himself true.
2: way more than he loves anyone else.
3: That's um,
2: Ho- Hojo is obsessed with Desme in a very unhealthy way, um, mm-hmm. and not and not because it's a, a, a same sex attraction, but because it's a um, desperation for that person. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so, so I think Blue actually kind of proves the point because he is chasing after. Uh, Beast Princess, you know Mm -hmm. he he does kind of go through those motions, but we don't see him open field tackling her. He's not in a mask, holding her tight, and then sleeping in the same bed with her that night. If that if they showed that, we'd be like, creepy, creepy blue. Let's step too far, blue. (laughs) (laughs) uh, (laughs) Wearing a mask and then hugging your arms all around Beast Girl's body, and she's like, okay, what's going on? I don't really know, but we know it's Blue behind the mask and and being creepy about it. Uh Um. Yeah, I, I think, I think blue could be that character, but they don't go that far with him because it would come off bad and the audience would react neg- ne- negatively to it. Um, but with Hojo, they're like, Oh, we can get away with it. So we're going to use Hojo for it. And, and I just say, if you're going to have good representation, just let it, them be regular characters. Mm-hmm. Again, I could be off and, and that's just my point of view. So I'm happy to, to be told different and no one has to agree with me, but that's just Hojo rub. No, that's a bad way to say that. Hojo <laughs> Hojo didn't work for me.
3: Yeah, there you go. There you go.
0: Yeah. Um... Okay. And there we go to their next date battle <laughs> battle. I call them battle dates uh, and they take a compatibility test, which they only got at 98%, which is really uh-huh. good. Yeah. But... But Fudo's like, why not a <laughs> hundred?
2: I did look I did like the look on Desame's face when she's just like, You're taking this way too seriously.
0: <laughs> uh Haru interrupts them and she's like, Hey guys, uh oh, she, she asked Desime, is there gonna be a battle tomorrow? And she's like, No, we're actually taking the day off. She's like, Great, I need to study for for a test. Uh Fudo, could you help me? It was like, yeah, I could do that. And Desimi's like, I could use some help studying too. And he's like, okay, we'll all study together. Um, and they, Desimi talks him into studying at her dorm. So they dress up as minions. And I love that Fudo puts the mask on backwards and never changes. Never fixes.
2: His- and nobody corrects him.
0: Yeah. Yep. He, takes, he even takes it off and puts it back on. <laughs> backwards later. Uh-huh.
2: I also love that everyone knows this is Gecko's dormitory.
0: Yeah. Like- yeah, that's kinda of I was pointing at the <laughs> beginning. Like, this is a known location of bad guys that the entire city is aware of. Like, don't go there. That's the echo dorm.
2: And yeah. I love that um Pink's uh commentary, like, their security's awful. Like everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: So they go inside to start studying and realize that is actually an A plus student who doesn't need any help. So she's like, Well that and she just wanted to be included. And he's like well i'll help study too well fudo's studying method is think about the bicep and apply that to, to i love the, this what is the bicep to the forcep it's the tricep that's <laughs> your math problem and so she's very confused and then she's like doesn't mean no you gotta help me doesn't like well it's the winky wonky the tinky tonky. <laughs> yeah you just do it you know you just, and it's done <laughs> it and, and you got to move um <laughs> so so haru just goes home she's like i'm more confused than ever i'm leaving so Uh, this
2: this basically almost proves that both desme and fudo are functional autists
0: yeah
2: (laughs) because they just they look at the shapes in their head and oh they got the right answer
0: (laughs) yep yep it just works um Afterwards, uh, so since Desumi and Fudo are alone in her dorm for the first time ever, but she's thinking about something that Haru had mentioned, which is about college. Um, she had never thought about going to college. She asked, Fudo, are you going to college? He's like, Yeah, I'm going to become a teacher. I want to work with kids and, and help educate people. And I feel like that'll let me continue to be a hero in a different way. And she, he's like, What about you? She's like, I didn't, I thought I would probably be gecko for my whole life, but I'd like to go to college with you. That'd be great. Uh, but my dad would probably never allow it. Well, guess who shows up? Her dad. <laughs> uh and, her little and, sister. and and little sister. And dad's upset, "What is this minion doing in your room?" cuz it <laughs> back on. And Fudo is like defending uh Desumi to her dad, like she's she's capable of great things and uh you should let her go to college. <laughs> and uh he gets smacked by it's Uzumi Urumi? That's right something like that yeah The little sister little sister smacks him so hard breaks half the helmet he's wearing uh-huh. uh, and then he says something again she goes for it and doesn't he stops her and so she goes and hides in the closet she's very grumpy and we come her episodes next but the dad's like i i'm challenging you to a battle and he dashes at fudo and then immediately flows backwards and rolls and spins through the air <laughs> and lands i love this and he's like minions today they just don't understand the the artistry of losing
3: (laughs) this was so great because when you watch like power rangers or any of those shows you have great stuntmen doing silly leaps and stuff and there's no way that the punches landed with that force so to actually include that as part of your joke i thought that was fantastic writing and he's
0: like nobody appreciates and Fudo's like I do because he's beaten up so many minions he does really appreciate it when there's like a flourish to their defeat uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. and, and so this makes the dad respect him but he he still he's like we we'll, we're not going to talk about college now um so the dad leaves and Fudo leaves it's just a
2: little softer on it
0: yeah mm-hmm. um and and then we get uh basically the story of, of desmi and her sister now her sister we find out has always been bullied and Desame used to protect her and she's always been called the emo kid and she actually went into a depression when desmi left but only through desmi's rising through the ranks and promotion and all that stuff has gained confidence in that she wants to be like her sister but now has shown up and her sister is smiling and giggling and talking about berets and has done her hair in this new style. They go into uh, Gecko Base and the, the minions are all lining up and she's like, guys, quit doing that. And I, don't don't salute. We're just all friends. And she's like, what is wrong with my sister? They go to the boss, the big boss and all the the, the masters. She's like, this is my sister. And the sister's like, I want to work here. I, I can't wait to serve you, Lord. And and the guy's like, oh yeah, you have to work hard to be like your sister. And this and Desmi's like, hey, frozen parkour. This place is lame. Let's let's bounce. <laughs> These guys are dumb. And the bosses are all like, yeah, that's normal. <laughs> uh, eventually, this comes to the point where she she kind of gets away from her sister, and she's so upset. But these thugs start picking on her. They call her emo girl, and Desimee shows up. And she's like, nah, you think love has made me weak, but let me show you how strong love has made me. And she beats the crap out of the thugs, and uh, that makes her sister happier. And then they send her sister home. But she still hates Fudo. No, Mudo. Sorry, Mudo. Yeah. Fudo's minion alias. Is this also
2: where the cat goes, I'll tolerate this human?
0: Yeah, she came yeah, back in the room. She came home happy, so I'll tell her. I, know, I think that's, that's that's after the school festival. Oh, but okay. the cat did beat up Fudo when he walked yeah. in. Like, immediately because he was talking too much, smacked him and told him to shut up. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
2: Literally leaps to the air and punches him with a paw.
3: It was because he was saying, hey, Forget studying. I'm in your room. <laughs> <laughs> so the cat's like, none of that. <laughs> uh, then the next episode is the
0: school festival. Uh, basically, her class is going to be doing a maid cafe. So she invites Fudo to it. And there's a statue that's only open for an hour. And if couple sit on it, the legend is um, they'll be together forever. This is just like the thing in Beastars. And I'm I, guessing it's very yeah. si- similar and very uh, normal for
2: I actually really liked the way this played out because I was a little worried because there's so many different anime where it's like oh you go to the maid shop and it's becomes you know just kind of gross where the where the guys are being like overly served by these maids and or, or the guy expects too much out of a maid shop and then it gets awkward I love that he never even gets to make it to the maid shop yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, so he, he arrives with Blue, who draws so many fans around and is riding him like a horse. Calling him the yeah. horse. Calling him uh, a steed. Yeah. Oh. And, and uh so they're stuck there. Meanwhile, um Hojo is basically all but assaulting Desamine, chasing her around to force her onto the statue. Um they end up hiding in the same place. Uh so they do meet up and he gets to see her in her maid outfit. She feeds him some snacks, and then she's like, Okay, we will In the haunt in the haunted
2: like class. classroom, yeah, yeah, and it's yep. the perfect <clears throat> spot for the next thing that happens.
0: And, and yeah, they, Beast. yeah, Beast Princess attacks them. There will be no, what was it, heterosexual alarm detected? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Separates and, them. And,
2: yeah, her her wooden sword comes
0: through the mean <laughs> between you know. them. So she's she's doing hall monitor duty, but Steel Princess has pointed out like. Um, you're just doing this because you're lonely. Yeah. <laughs> and you're jealous. Yes. And then she goes on a date at the festival with Culver Bear. She's like, You can't have a bear in the school. She's like, It's cosplay day, baby. I can have my boyfriend here all I want. <laughs> she goes off with the bear. Who later we find out is not actually Culver Bear, but a guy in a bear suit who just goes, I just really like bears
2: <laughs> And she starts complaining like crazy. How is this legal? You look exactly like I couldn't even tell the difference. <laughs>
3: but he gets it should the, be uh, against the rules yeah but he gets the signature of the bear at the end yeah he's like the biggest fan
0: <laughs> anyway uh eventually Fudo and desmi meet back up and they're running out of time the, the statue is almost done um they don't know how they're going to get to it and uh because of all the cosplayers desmi and actually seeing the the bear incident uh comes up with the idea Let's just transform into our, our suits. And I didn't know Desimee had a transformation. How come we've right? been missing that the whole anime? Yeah. I had
3: to watch stupid Blue transform five times already. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, one thing I did love, you mentioned Blue transforming. I love the fact that he abuses his transformation process. He literally he's out, stands he's, he's like, do you like me better like
2: this? <laughs> that was or a good like scene. this? That's, that's like one, this. one of the reasons I was I like, like blue loves blue more than anyone
0: else (laughs) (laughs) so good Um, we should mention uh hojo has been attacked by blood princess who's the school nurse because does paid her off and then beast princess has has, um, been spotted by blue so he's running after her and that's why they're Uh distracted so in costume in their actual Uh, superhero personas they get to sit on the statue together and everyone thinks like oh that's a crazy cosplay that would never happen (laughs) they're like (laughs) "That's so good it's so realistic they get to be on the they get to sit on the the moon i
3: I guess cosplay must just be something that happens at every festival because (laughs) i really thought that it had to be like a, a specific show like an anime con or a gen con or something where it's meant to have cosplay this is supposed to just be a high school festival so i never contrived for the joke i mean obviously yes that is a possibility (laughs) um but it was it was a brilliant solution given that context
0: all right in the next episode we get uh to meet judgment princess who's part of the infiltration spy recon whatever unit uh, we see that like, she takes apart the Gelato 5's weapons so that they're unable to battle. Uh, but we basically... She doesn't like to talk to people, so Desame has a pajama party and invites her and all the other princesses over. And she walks in as Fudo because she can transform into other people.
3: And that really freaks out uh, But Yeah, uh, she's basically Morph. And that's yeah. really creepy because the relationship Morph and Wolverine had in some of the comics... Uh, is very similar to what could have happened here. (laughs) It's just very weird. Um, One thing I wanted to point out about
2: the scene before, though, is we come to find out that, you know, Red's got some skill in hand-to-hand, but, like, the rest of them without their tools are just absolutely useless, because they immediately get blown up.
0: (laughs) true. That's true. Um, not much happens from this uh, we meet this judgment character um after the party. She leaves in the middle of the night, but she does say thank you and has a nice moment with Desame. But then in the next date with Red, Desame's like tearing open his shirt to make sure it's him. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's just a little paranoid because of the shape Uh and then in the second part of that episode they have it's winter now, they're having a battle in the snow, and to the point where there's so much snow no- nobody can move in the so fight. Funny. a lot of fives like you can't move and and the bear's like well you can't either and we're just all just stuck here (laughs) but uh desimi and fudo are in a little igloo having a date and he's publishing a book about insects
3: and insect would be the strongest if they were giant (laughs) and he i couldn't believe they brought that joke back (laughs) yeah that's good i was really surprised Uh, he invites her to the
0: book signing and then the next day at school, she her friends are like, hey, let's go to like a movie or something. She's like, no, I, I got a thing I got to go do. Um, they're like, well, why are you blushing so much? She's like, I'm not blushing. They're like, no, you actually have a fever. And she passes out. So they take her to the school nurse. Uh, who, who, So this is Blood Princess Oof. again. And apparently her thing is that she likes to turn her patients into babies. She has a baby thing. Mother, yeah. Yeah, and so she like, strips designate down she changes her to the bed strips her down dresses her like in a onesie
3: and makes her suck on a pacifier to make her go to sleep now and she literally keeps these onesies and pacifiers like she has a supply of them yeah. in she has, this
0: a, she has an entire room there's a hidden yes. room in the school for trapping students in a nursery it's like a horror flick it is so freaky and beast I, princess I, yeah on
2: no no i was gonna say as princess she's just like oh no she got me once and i just i can't let mommy do that to anyone else
0: and <laughs> mommy yeah she said like
2: she's like i think she already got to you yeah she
0: brainwashed <laughs> she tried to brainwash me and mommy will get me again and she's like well if you call her mommy i think the brainwashing worked a little bit <laughs> they they run in to save design me but there's a Trap door that Blood Princess has that sends them down to that hidden nursery room where they get babyfied. Yep. Um,
3: Fudo, keeps Blood Princess busy.
0: Yep, Fudo sneaks into the school that night because Desmi didn't show to the school signing. She hasn't answered her phone. And he finds her, um, and read. She's like, read a thori to me. So he reads his book and that unbrainwashes her. <laughs> and she's like oh I'm so sorry about what happened I was sick and he, he puts his forehead to hers to feel the fever and she's like oh, you can't be that close it's too much um and it, she's like well how was the book signing he's like yeah no nobody came <laughs> Not one person she's like well then sign my book so cuz I'm your biggest fan and that's a that's a nice week I I up. love the book
2: that blood princess reads to her victims <laughs> because it's about her and the big boss and lord boss right uh because she's got this like you know fantasy for him and so the fact that uh desime has like this bundle of boss dolls yeah, so... she can use them as pawns for her because she's like oh, i want one uh-huh.
0: All right, then we come to the final episode. The negative energy is all but full, and um, Fudo tells Desemy, "Hey, I'm going to be shooting a new commercial, and it's about a wedding. And she sh- he shows her the script, and he's going to have to cut a wedding cake with the actress, who's a very famous actress. And, and Desdemona gets very upset that he's going to cut a wedding cake with someone, some other girl first, and he uh, doesn't understand why." Yeah, he actually is like, hey, why are you being selfish about this? And so she gets really mad and leaves. And Haru's like, hey, I was eavesdropping. He's like, you shouldn't. And she's like, yeah, but think about it from her point of view. He's like, oh, oh. So he <laughs> he decides to bake a cake for them that they can, because he tries to get out of the commercial. and His boss is like, no, we, we need the money to build this new super weapon I want to build. Uh, so he can't get out of the commercial. So he build, takes, tries to bake a cake, but he's terrible at it. So two days pass without him calling her so she's been furious for two days I was like why isn't he calling and the monster for gecko is born and it's basically a giant baby a giant demon baby guys <laughs> has this entire anime actually been about teen pregnancy <laughs> Oh my god. Because most of the energy came <laughs> from Desemy, who was with Udo the whole time, and then the <sighs> monster that was born was a baby. That who calls them point. mommy and daddy. Yes. That's pretty funny. That is Oh my god. That was a good point. I I was I was like, wait, what is happening? Yeah. are we going down this road? And and then yeah, again they started calling them mommy and daddy. I'm like, Oh, okay. That's a yep. choice. That's a choice. <laughs> um. Yeah. The monsters. And they out have of to control. work together to defeat the
2: baby, the baby. monster. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, it, it starts going out of control, attacking geckos, destroys forces, their base, destroys their base, eats bear, gets his cannon. So whatever it eats, it absorbs their power. Um. And then it it runs off and it attacks Fudo while he's doing this commercial. Right when he's like, I can't do this. I can't cut this cake. Until so I've done it with Desimi. Um, But then it attacks. Which I was like, wait, did it go straight to Fudo because it was made from Desame's energy? <laughs> That's <laughs> so a good point. Why did it go yeah. to this church? Yeah. Um, Gelato 5 show up. They start fighting it. They can't damage it. This thing's like invulnerable. Uh, the Steel Princess and Beast Princess show up. Steel Princess is pissed. It ate her cuddly-wedly um then she gets eaten so now it has steel tentacles that it can shoot out and and the the professor calls he's like you have to join your weapons together so all the gelato five do they make this super claymore sword and then they're all caught except for red but he's already injured and he can't let the sword alone desimi shows up she sees the cake he baked. she's like oh he just he was he was a good guy after all and and they work together hold the sword and And the baby eats a wedding cake, (laughs) turns into a wedding cake monster, and then they slice it, and they get to slice a cake
3: together. So, this whole time, I was wondering, like, okay, they're going to kill this baby? (laughs) Like, what are they doing? This is clearly a baby. They can't kill this baby. And then when the baby ate the cake, I was like, oh, that's why the baby got the powers from the bear. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay.
0: yeah they have have actually defeated the the bear's seal steel princess fried and and now it's an actual baby sized baby that crawls up to them where they're hiding under some stuff and and apologizing to each other and it's like mommy daddy i
2: i will say a decent payoff here is for months they've been practicing coordination in their battle tactics not to hurt each other so when they had to use the claymore together they had the skill to work together that's a
3: good point. Yeah. Cause they're jumping around. They don't just swing it. They, yeah, they have like dodge things. and yeah. Yeah. I
0: I also like that when they're they're holding the sword and they're getting ready and they're telling each other like I, I love you and I'm sorry and all this stuff. And the reporter's like, I bet they're doing amazing smack talk right now. Yeah. <laughs> and then afterwards she runs up to them and is like, Did they become friends? And she turns the corner and Desamine's like, Smack, 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 and beats up <laughs> red again. <laughs> Uh, and then the baby gets taken back to the base. So the last we see the baby, the the boss has it, and it seems like the boss is gonna raise the baby. Mm-hmm. But it Was calling them mommy and daddy.
3: So it was. so, grand grandpa's gonna raise was, grandpa's right. gonna raise <laughs> the yellow <laughs> Okay,
0: and then <laughs> and then basically every everything's the same. That no, nothing has actually changed. Uh, yeah. So that that's it. Any any other thoughts on this ending?
2: Very funny. I, yeah. Not particularly, like,
3: profound. High, high, st- high I mean, stakes. I really loved the fact that uh, you got another visit from... Allow me to explain again about the baby, because we haven't heard about the baby. Like, it's been many episodes since they yeah. talked about the phantom monster that's going to be created. And so, yeah, I really like that, that they, they tell a joke at the beginning, and then they, they don't even bother keeping that joke running they just come back for it at the end <laughs> and they're like hey hey let me tell you that again let's we've, have re- we've referenced him but yeah we should call out to the narrator
0: is a great joke and that every time yeah. he comes to let me explain uh-huh. <laughs> um, even though it's like we've been told it three times already but he still wants to keep explaining so he's in the anime it's good yeah. great that was good all right let's go to our final reviews jason it was your pick what do you think
2: I am so conflicted. Um, Like I mentioned, as a whole, it didn't... Like, just explaining it to someone else, it doesn't feel like that great of an anime. But in its pieces, it's some of the most fun I've had watching an anime in a long time. And like I said, I don't really laugh at comedy animes, and this had me cracking up. Um, the, The characters were fun, the contrivances were really funny... If I were to stand this up against like anime that I would put on a top 10 list, like it just it wouldn't even make the list. But in its own little package, I want to give it a four because I had so much fun with it. It's it's not profound. It's not a great thinker, but it's just super fun.
3: Yeah, I'm right there with you. It's the parody is really great. The satire is really great. The, the jokes are on point. Uh, the characters are are endearing um even when they do like drop the ball here and there, which is very rare uh with characters or behaviors it it's still there's so much that outweighs it and I really didn't think I was going to like this anime when we started I didn't think I was gonna like it when you when you picked it <laughs> you too and I didn't think I was gonna like it after episodes one and, and even episode two but by episode three it had me. And I knew that if it was going to keep up the pace that it had at that point, um, I, it would get a four at the end, and that's that's what it's getting. Good solid four.
0: Yeah, it's four for me as well. I I think this anime knows exactly what it is and exactly what it wants to be, and it performed it very well. It, it, you know, everything that I any complaints I had are really just nitpicks. It it did a very impressive job. And I was even impressed that there was a character arc. For any character, yeah, um, and we talked. There's really only one, but Desdemona's arc well, is a good arc, and it's a good it's something I don't, I don't feel like I get to see. I don't watch a lot of romance anime, but I, I something I don't feel like I've seen a lot of. So I, I just really enjoyed everything it brought to the table. Like I said, this is a very good uh, palette cleanser. You know, uh, this is where I'd recommend it if you just watch something heavy or big, and you just want something light and um, to before you go on to your next big series. Of Love After World Domination would be my recommendation that's good all right and once again we are doing next week uh tomodachi game which might be the heavy <laughs> we need a palette cleanser from but we'll see uh it is a a psychological strategy um type story and so we'll be watching that next if you have thoughts on world after love nope love after world domination <laughs> we're doing this early uh love after world domination uh, please reach out to us on our Twitter at Baka Podcast our website theanimebakaclub.com or leave a comment wherever you found this episode and we'll be glad to read it respond, and respond and happy to have you join in the discussion with us. Until next time I think it's time we say goodbye. Thanks for listening. See you next time.
1: Bye-bye.